This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org to discover more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a... This isn't Shark Week, but a shark-filled episode of Zing This. You got (laughs) you got me, Zinger. Oh, and I'm Ellie. And we are joined by two very special guests to discuss the Meg. Yes. Introduce yourselves, gentlemen. Hi, I'm Phil Rude, and I'm Austin Rude. Yes, we have allowed Phil Rude to return. But on the with with the thing that he had to bring Austin with him, that was that was the only way we allowed him to return this time. Welcome. Yes, welcome to Zing This, and I don't know if I should say I I might be jumping the gun here, but I think we are going to have a amazing discussion today on what could be considered as Oscar worthy. Oscar worthy, oh, as yes. Rob <laughs> said after we were done watching it. He said an Oscar worthy movie if there ever was one. Oh, I will yes. not do my Rob impression cuz nobody but me would me and you would get it. So Correct. With that, we are going to discuss the Summer Sensation, the movie that everyone wants to go see. It just came out if you're listening to this on Monday on Friday, The Meg and what's not the Family Guy movie. So there's there's that joke. Okay, I I, oh, I killed that God, joke. Really? The, the, the joke's you have dead. To go there. But I, I made the Meg Ryan joke earlier you, on you Facebook. Did. So it, it's uh yeah, we're all making terrible Meg jokes tonight. Yes, <laughs> and they're still all better than this movie. It's the theme of this episode. <laughs> better than this movie. So I I don't I mean that's setting a high bar here then to be better than this movie. So, um, Ellie, you're a big fan of these types of movies. Would you like to give a brief oh. description of what we what we all witnessed today? Oh, I have to do the. Would you like me to? Please, I don't know. I don't. I don't have a drum. I don't have oh. a drum. We we can't do your poetry slam explanation of it. Oh, okay. I oh wait, I could do it if you wanted me to. Sure, I'd love it. All right, cool. So the movie begins with Jason Statham attempting to save some people in a sub. Then yes. it's mysteriously attacked. Then we cut to later to where another sub is mysteriously attacked, and the only person who can save him is Jason Statham. So then they go get Jason Statham. Yes. He then goes and tries to save that. He goes and saves them. And while they're saving them, they find out that the Megalodon, a giant ancient prehistoric shark, is still alive deep within the ocean. But now it's free to roam about the ocean because of science? But, it, but then... Okay, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember all this because I'm just trying to logically connect every time Jason Statham saved oh, everybody. I've already fallen asleep. Fine, you do it then. <laughs> Pick no. up where I left left off. Oh, no, no. Then fine, you do it. I just said no. All right, I will continue then. Okay. So then Jason Statham goes from saving them under the water to where they are being saved on the water because the shark apparently went and attacked. Um, Japanese fin fisherman or um, shark fin where they basically will take the shark and this is something that really happens and they'll just cut off the fins used for shark fin soup. Attack those boats and then they went there. Yeah, well, gee, yeah. I, what, what I thought was going to be, here's an environmental message that's going to play out through this entire movie. Nope, just that one point. Just that one moment. Yeah, they just had to slide it in real quick. Just had to get that reference yeah. in. Stuck with you though, didn't it? <laughs> it, it? It did because I'm like, oh, this has got them out in the open ocean. You know, they could drive back on that boat and go get. Nope, they're gonna try to get the shark right nope, there. Gonna, yeah. So who has to go out in the water to try to stop this shark? Jason Statham. Well, of course. But then they, they then they put the female lead in the indestructible cylinder, and of course it gets attacked. She's helpless in there, and who has to go save him? Rain Wilson. Nah, just kidding. It's Jason Statham again. This, this this whole movie is just Jason Statham jumping from one situation to another to save people. And then it goes to try to eat a ton of people on shore, and Jason Statham goes and makes whale sounds with an iPhone that then gets eaten. And then Jason Statham saves the day again. But uh, I think you should point out 
that I'm really looking forward to the sequel. Oh. Okay, I feel like you have a joke here. Oh, you already said it, but I, I had to make sure that you said it on the podcast. What is it? Because it it's juicy. Juicy? Yes. I don't I don't know what you're getting at here. I'm completely lost, everyone. Asian wedding. <laughs> oh, right. When I walked out of the... Okay. This is great. I actually do appreciate it. Okay, that. so when I walked out, there, um, there's a movie coming out called... Um, what's it? It's Crazy, it's crazy Rich, Rich Asians. Crazy Rich Asians, I think, yes. There's a scene in the movie where they're... Spoiler alert! Yeah, I, I was about to say, well, we really didn't put up a spoiler <laughs> well, there's alert. there's an Asian wedding. There's an Asian wedding taking place on the boat, and I made the joke that it's going to be a crossover point with that movie. So <laughs> it was Megalodon, <laughs> yeah, so the Meg movie, and uh, Crazy Rich Asians are actually exist in the same universe. Yes, yes, I'm excited. Uh, I can't a wait slight correction that. on that: uh, they are in Asia, so it's not an Asian wedding; it's just a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> You're a terrible person, Ellie. Congrats. I am not. <laughs> I, I should have said spoiler alert, but I feel like this this movie was paint by numbers action shark movie. Oh yeah. Can I say I was disappointed that not more people got eaten though? I I think the ones they did made a count. No, I wanted more. There was a surprising few amount. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 to sum it up, um, three out of is is it two out of four or three out of four had a bloodlust that was not satiated with this movie <laughs> wasn't enough for me the thing had a had a mouth the size of my garage door and it went nitpicking yes. little morsels out of the ocean instead of swimming for this giant group of swimmers thank you like it started chasing a yorkshire terrier through <laughs> the water as if it could even uh, uh pick that out of of this vast ocean which still somehow survived yeah yeah I, uh, yeah yay for the dog so, yeah, okay, so there's basically the summation of this movie is it's Jason Statham lurching from one, saving everyone to another. And in the one scene where Jason Statham isn't trying to, isn't with him to save everyone, almost all, almost all of them die. The one scene, which, which we'll get to when we do actual spoiler alerts. But, okay, so I'll go first. I'd love this movie. It is exactly what I expected. <laughs> and I was not disappointed at one point in this movie because I was like, I went in, I'm like, I know exactly how this entire movie is oh, going to play well, yeah. out. Oh, yeah. If you go in with that, yes, of course. It, you, but, yeah. but, but the biggest question I had was, what is Jason Statham? What X special blank, blank, blank is he in this movie, but he's not in the game anymore for X, Y, or Z reason? That was my only thing I could not place on what this was going to be. And then it finally came out to be he's this guy who's an expert at saving people under the, in, in broken down subs. Which is he's uh, he's the bizarro version of Sylvester Stallone in Cliffhanger, who saves people on the top of mountains, <laughs> saves people that far under the ocean, uh, and then he has a horrible accident and is never the same. Uh, if they dialed in the trope on that early, that that that, that came and went quickly though. Yeah, like 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 it was like, oh man, he's gonna have problems, you know, where he's gonna have flashbacks, something like that. Nope, just the one time. All he needed to hear is his ex-wife was down there and he was in, which I figured that'd be the opposite. But <laughs> oh, she's down there. Up, oh, no more alimony <laughs> payments. Yeah, <laughs> no more beer for me. <laughs> so, so here's the thing now, and, and this this might just be me being cynical and a horrible person. He did the right thing by leaving the other two people. Am I a horrible Absolutely. person for saying that? Because, as he pointed out, we all of us would have died. Because they like basically detach, and that sub exploded like yeah. seconds later. Right. So, it, it's it's the great Spock line: "The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few." Oh my God! Did you just make a Star Trek reference in our podcast? That makes I think number actually. No, I think we're this at five. Is, this is fun because we already recorded an episode where we we're at five, so that would make this somehow canonically weirdly four. Even though the fifth reference has already happened. But but for people listening at home, this would have been the fourth reference somehow, which technically makes it the sixth. It's Time paradox. <laughs> and then they saved the whales, and everybody <laughs> in the future lived happily ever. That Spock thing is really relevant, though, too, because he was butting heads with the doctor who was the McCoy analog. And they even call that they, out. They, uh, they do call him Bones. When, oh, my when, God. 
uh, Dwight Schrute gets to the boat, he he says, "Oh, you're the you're the Bones McCoy or whatever." That is crazy. See, see. I didn't awesome. even catch that reference. Yeah, yeah, it went right over my head. It's uh, <laughs> this movie. This movie is it's a it's a secret Star Trek movie. It is. It's it's <laughs> this just is when we thought it was dead. This is why they had to go save the whales because it was actually not whatever the thing was in the movie. It was a megalodon getting loose. It was eating all That's of right. them because there those were humpbacks. See, see. <laughs> God, it's all coming together. <laughs> This you just made this movie ten times better for me. So, th- so that that, <laughs> that means it is now perfection then in movie form because this was already an amazing movie. I I, uh, I, I will let somebody else go now because I feel like I am just putting out. Did two you see ma- the same movie? Yes. Yeah. I, I feel like we watched the wrong movie today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what did I, I don't know if Ellie wants to go next or if she wants to anchor this with maybe having a positive opinion after I'm assuming the rude negative opinion. Well. Okay, I'll just piggyback off of what you're saying in the fact that I... This is going to sweep the zingies next year? I, exactly. <laughs> well, The Rock wasn't in it, so... Sorry. No, he had to drive the, the little boat thing through a set oh, of rocks. Oh, little do you know, if rock. it ever shows rocks in a movie, there it's you actually go. Dwayne Johnson. Well... He's a great method actor. So Yes. So... <laughs> If you go into this movie like I did, expecting it to be total... With a large thing of popcorn just going, this is going to be awesome. Um, You know, instead of sitting in my couch in my living room watching Sci-Fi Channel, I just went to the theater and watched a Sci-Fi Channel movie. Then, you know... This is a Sci-Fi Channel movie. Oh, Oh it is. It is totally a Sci-Fi Channel movie. And that being said, that's why I'm okay with it, because I wasn't expecting it to be anything other than that. Um, Which they have done Sci-Fi Channel specials where it has been the Megalodon or something like that. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Where they just take footage from Shark Week and edit in, like, boat being eaten instead. (laughs) You're like, wait. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so... With that, that's I enjoyed it for the fact that it was just a dumb, cheesy, fun movie. I didn't expect any more of it, but yes. All right. Now for the downer part of the <laughs> podcast. Yes. <laughs> I, I will say that sheds light on it, too, sci-fi. But that's where this movie belongs. This movie, yes. uh, in, in context, if I had seen this movie on the sci-fi channel, I would go, yeah, this is about right for sci-fi channel. But in a... Theater, you put a shark movie in a theater, it becomes, uh, it becomes another Jaws wannabe. They've been trying to remake Jaws for the theaters for let's see, Jaws is as old as I am. Uh, for forty three years, they've been trying to remake the magic that Jaws was, and that includes three Jaws sequels that were unable to do it, and. It just falls short every time. This movie was, uh, it was thin. The characters were all sort of ripoffs of James Cameron characters. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they they took from The Abyss. They took from Jaws. They took from. Uh, there's a knockoff girl with a dragon tattoo character in this thing. Like oh they, they, they knocked off. Uh, half a dozen better movies and just sort of, I think phoned in a bunch of tropes and called it a day on this one. And it just, I really wanted something fun, a, a, a cool popcorn movie. I went in not expecting much, but really open to having a good time. And I think about halfway through I was, I was throwing in the towel. I had lost, they had, <laughs> I had, I had fun at certain parts of it. I don't want to be like, this is a complete waste. There's some scenes in this that are really well done, but overall I was just, uh, I, I could not wait for this movie to be over. And it's not a super long movie. This is under two hours. Yes, it is. And I was just kind of like, what's this been going on? Like four or five days now. Uh, we're, we're still on the water, not doing a whole lot. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just it this movie just wore me down by the end of it. All right, so so it will not be anywhere on Phil's pick for best movie this year. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's been kind of a slow year, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that probably says more about Hollywood than about this it, movie. It, it may. Uh, Austin, what uh, what are your thoughts on this? 
all right, well, I went in expecting an awful movie, and I got an awful movie, but <laughs> I thought it was going to be awful to the point where it was laughable, like The Room or some yeah. Sharknado kind yeah. of. Uh... And it wasn't. It was. There wasn't, like, a single ounce of funniness. There were, like, the jokes that they made, but they were... They didn't land very... Yeah. Very much sometimes. I wanted it to be ironically funny, and it was just unironically okay. painful. <laughs> unironically painful. Excellent. <laughs> I uh, knocked him down, and Austin kicked him. Yeah. Um, I, I guess we did have two different... Uh, did we go see the same movie? Because <laughs> I, 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 I completely... By the way, I completely understand this movie was not, like, the greatest thing ever, but I just... I, I knew what I was going into, and I just loved that it was just perfectly exactly what I came in to see. Now, for, look, for you me. guys, it, it clicked with you guys. Um, I think this is one of those movies like Pacific Rim that it... This is what we're giving you. You go, you get exactly what you expected, but it either works for you or it doesn't. I right. can't. I enjoy Pacific Rim, but I know a lot of people who came away from that feeling the way I felt about the Meg. Yeah, it's nothing special. It's nothing deep, well, but it either clicks with you or it doesn't. And I, I very clearly here we're fifty fifty in two different camps. Well, it's it's funny because this this is the definition of a summer movie. This is the perfect definition because Pacific Rim, if I remember correctly, was a summer-ish movie as well. I think it was I early. Think so, yeah. I think it was early summer, but that was another one to where if you're on board for the concept, you're on board for what this movie has. Um, Independence Day can be thrown in there too, and that and that argument of like it's 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 an alien invasion movie. It's it's technically cheesy, and, and it's just it's a it's one that's one of the best summer movies because it well the first one yeah i'm, I'm not i'm not gonna talk about the second one um but no i mean this that that's, i'm just making that clear that's all that's the thing i i went in and like i said this is not definitely not something i don't even know if i'd rewatch this for the fun of it so i'm gonna call this right now this movie will probably be top of the box office and financially successful i'm calling i was gonna ahead. ask you that I was going to ask you guys, how full was your theater? Um, for a sun random Sunday afternoon in Harrisonburg. In Harrisonburg, yes. With the technicalities Ooh. of everything going on with Movie Pass, it, it was, was pretty, pretty full. full. Yeah, I was going to say it was pretty full. Yeah, it, it actually had me worried. Well, for then a that's minute. why I made that comment. Is this the only movie that Movie Pass is allowing you to see today? And funny enough, <laughs> it was. <laughs> Wow! Well, don't forget about Slenderman. Oh yeah, you could. I could have gone yeah, to see Slenderman Slender instead. Slenderman too. So <laughs> there you go. Well, we um, we ended up sitting in the very front row. It was those that. were the only seats available. We were shocked at how packed it was for the Meg, and um, it's only what the second or third week for Independence or not Independence Mission Impossible. Um, this is the third week. I think. Yeah, I, I think say, they're I think on it's the third. Been out a few weeks. Yeah. That's where the rest of my household is out watching uh, that tonight. I need, um, I need to still go see that. I, w I do, too. Uh, I was really jealous because <laughs> they were looking for something to see, and my wife is sitting there reading off better movies. She's like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Mission Impossible, 8th grade, uh, all of these things. And I'm just like, you're just making me angry now because we have to watch The Meg today, and, and um, I would rather have gone and seen... Uh, Mission Impossible, which is supposed to be uh, really solid, but again, it's it's summer blockbuster season. But and that's that, but see, now you can go see that. you can go see Mission Impossible and have a good end to your summer movie experience. Well, let's let's take a second. Well, I wanted to talk about the financial successful thing, if that's okay. Really. No, I'm going. All first. right. So while we're on this <laughs> this trip of Mission Impossible, let's just imagine imagine for a second that Tom Cruise played the part of Jason. You Statham. can't run on the water, Ellie. It wouldn't have made sense. I'm just I saying. thought you were going to say he played the shark. Uh. <laughs> I mean, would you have liked it? Do we want a different actor no. in that part? Jason Statham perfect was perfect. 
Okay. Jason Statham was perfect because he was just the Jason Statham character in the continuing odyssey of what is Jason Statham's quote-unquote character he plays in this movie up to this time. Because like I said... I don't it, think Jason Statham plays characters. I think that is Jason Statham's yeah. real life. I think yeah. they just filmed him beating the crap out of people and sharks and... Uh, shocking his heart to keep going at a superhuman rate. <laughs> he didn't beat up anyone in this movie. I just realized that. I'm like, I didn't think he threw a punch at anyone in this movie. He threatened someone he with it. He launched at the doctor, and that's that's as much uh, physical altercation as we got, I think. Very tame. It was, it was funny, because as I was watching, I'm like, huh, maybe this is what a podcast looks like being if you filmed it. Because it was just him sitting at a desk with a microphone in front of him. Uh. Oh my god, it is. <laughs> was, We're was on this... a submarine right now, uh, audience. We're, uh... <laughs> was, was, was this secretly a tape of Phil Rude somehow in the future recording this episode, <laughs> him lunging at the computer? Like, stop talking. That's how we record Brokebot Mountain every day. <laughs> <laughs> you just wait for you and David to lunge at each other, and then, and then that's how yeah. it ends. Well, what about Nicolas Cage? I... I why are you trying to recast the perfect casting? <laughs> oh, the shark cage. We could have had cage in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> or, or what is the shark cage actually just Nicolas Cage's head getting lowered down? Hey, yes. You know, oh, even better. Nicolas Cage. The Megalodon has the Declaration of Independence inside. <laughs> in the inside of his gills. <laughs> I gotta get it. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just getting myself psyched up to to watch that really horrible movie, so that I can talk about it on the podcast. Oh, the the mom and mom, uh, the parent one. Yes, it looks so ridiculous. Well, I, I awesome. think you've talked about this before, but could you elaborate slightly so that anyone listening can then bang their heads against the wall like I have to every time you talk about this? Oh, okay, sure. So it's called Mom and Dad. All right. And it's a horror comedy thriller that came out last year. And <laughs> I'm excited. Apparently the parents of this town like all turn into mass murders and try to mm-hmm. kill their children for a 24-hour period. So yeah. like, I guess if they survive, it's kind of like The Purge, but parents killing children. The Purge meets Daddy Daycare. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And, it's and Nicolas- that's a Nicolas Cage movie? Yes. yes. I showed Justin, and he was like, "What the crap?" I think the best part of that that trailer is the where the doorbell rings near the end of it, and they're like, "He's like, oh, I forgot your parents are coming." (laughs) (laughs) That was a great impression. I can I can kind (laughs) of do Cage. I can kind of do Cage every now and then. It's not a constant thing. I think if I don't think about it, I do better. I think Next. when they need some Nicolas Cage ADR done, we know who to talk about. <laughs> whenever we finally do our uh, national... No, whenever we finally cover Ghost Rider, that would come oh, first. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. true. Oh, you mean where Nicolas Cage plays like a 22-year-old? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My hair's jet black. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's not his line, that that movie does have one of the greatest lines ever put to film. We were riding a gravy train on biscuit wheels before you showed up. Great line. <laughs> Great line. Um. So the 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 what I think the box office is going to be for this. I think this, this is going to have a phenomenal box office. I wor- can see that worldwide because it pandered to the Chinese market a lot. Oh. Yeah, a lot, yes. big time. So I I can definitely see that. Like, like I even point out to you, there was that arbitrary like f- 10, 20 second shot of um I think it was Singapore. I think so. And the, it, uh, Shanghai, Shang, oh, Shanghai, oh, Shanghai. No, I I I realized I'm like, wait, Singapore is not the right thing. So it showed Shanghai. Nothing to do with what happened because then it immediately went no. to the 10, 20, 200 miles off the coast of China, and I'm like. There was no point for them to show the city at all. It wasn't like there was someone taking off from there. It was just show the city, show a chopper flying, and then show it landing 200 miles away. That would be like someone showing D.C. And it's like, D.C., 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 cut to Harrisonburg, Virginia. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, that would be quite disappointing. Yes, because that it's the same thing. It's actually probably the same distance too. But well, but that's that's the thing. It's it has a lot of um of Asian actors in it who all I think that like I said that's it, they all do a great job at it. Um, you were very sad that I do not remember the actor's name off the top of my head, but Hero from Heroes. Oh, I was so sad. Not Hero. He he had, as soon as he popped up on screen, I'm like, he's got a timer above his head. He's going to die. And and, it, and then you point out when <laughs> yeah, he started when, writing. Yeah. When he was writing a letter to his wife, I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> he's gone. He's going to die. Oh, and your whales. You were correct. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, oh, these are the two whales. Let's name them. Oh, so that when they were, <laughs> So that when they die, it's going to be, oh, no, not the whales. And the and then the other part was. <laughs> the other part was they're like, wait a second. Where's its mom? And I'm like, oh, why are you even asking? It was so yeah. sad. You so know sad. where the mom is. <laughs> we all know what happened to it. Like, it, it's just. I, I I love this setup, but I, I gotta I got but like I said I, th- I think that due to the Asian market and the, the the this movie is just a summer popcorn movie. I think this is gonna actually do ridiculously disturbingly well at the box office, and it came out with enough time since, um, Mission Impossible that yeah. it 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 kind of has this free reign over the over the film i mean over the theaters right now i think for probably it is, it's the end of summer yeah it's, uh, they they found that perfect pocket i think right right mm-hmm. at the end of summer uh people are going back to school yep um looking for something to do that doesn't cost a lot you can go to the movie movie pass like you guys uh have you know uh, it, guy guy fun. now oh yeah you, you want you want, you, you want yeah i was about to say you want that story <laughs> real quick <laughs> Yeah, let's let's have uh, uh, we don't have movie pass, so uh, let's have the breakdown on what what happened with that today. All right, so um, so real quick, Ellie got movie pass. Yes, a, a while back, she got the monthly one. She's like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome! This is great. And it everything. was awesome at that point, and it was great. And then I was like, oh, I'll do it too. And there's the option of do the year for like a hundred and ten, or do monthly for like a hundred. And I'm like doofus and i'm like i'm gonna do the year because you know why not because i'll be sitting there and be like where did that 10 bucks go so it's like i'll just do the year i got extra money right now why not well i'm stuck with currently still having movie pass and ali canceled hers because if you've been paying attention to the news movie pass basically is working but it works when it wants to it also randomly take out movies Mm-hmm. Like you have oh, wow. to basically go buy your ticket as soon as the theater opens to make sure you get one, because they can they'll randomly take off times they'll randomly take off movies like yeah. legitimately, the only two movies I could see by the time we went to go see the Meg were either the Meg or Slenderman, which was was in the afternoon, so it's which not was like, in the afternoon yeah. and I didn't have certain show times, mm-hmm. so I made sure to buy it as soon as I could. But as soon as the theater opened, I had the options for most of the movies, so. It stinks because I, I I did already pay the money, but at the same time, like it's already I've already seen enough movies to where I'm not losing money. But at the same time, it stinks because right. now now going to the theater isn't like a oh I'm gonna go to the movies. It's a I have to plan out. Yes. Earlier yeah. in the day, it's like I'm going to a movie. I better make sure I get the ticket and do stuff. Well, that's even if it shows one that you want to see. Bingo. Um, or it could do what it did to me when I went to go see see Teen Titans Go and legitimately crap out while I was standing in line. Yeah. So that was a fun one. Yeah. Well, I mean, and <laughs> that makes me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That makes me really glad I didn't get movie pass. It, I was about to when I heard about it. It's it, it I, I as somebody who is who was using it, it was really cool a few months back. Now they're trying to do a lot of stuff and good on them, but trust me, when my renewal comes up, I'll be like, nope. Well, I mean, my thing was is like I understand, you know, them having to limit it to like maybe only four or five movies a month. Well, that's the other thing like they're that. gonna do is they're gonna limit it to where you can only see three movies a month. Right. But I don't know if that affects me because they said that your some I don't think it does for some annual. of the annual people yeah. like will not be affected till you renew. So trust me, I will go continue just well, to see movies constantly. Well, and like I said, I'm I'm a okay with like it's whatever for ten dollars i mean obviously that's less than the price of one ticket and if i can see three or four in a month that's still a good deal but if they're gonna I randomly can, yeah just i was gonna say drop it. exactly if you you have no idea every day which ones you can see and the show times and all that it's pointless 
But I did find humor in when they tried to threaten me and say, if you cancel now, you're not going to be able to renew your subscription for another nine months. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, no, not that. I, I just thought it was if funny. If you cancel way- now because our service is terrible, you won't be able to continue getting terrible service from us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was like, Oh, and didn't I like screenshot it or I told you? Yeah, I was you, like, oh no. I, I, I did not respond with it. They could have said nine weeks or nine days. It means about the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Because they're not going to be around. Bye. But, but yeah, um, so with the movie pass stuff, if they want to sponsor us, um, we're sorry, but we're going to pass on that sponsorship. <laughs> Just saying. We'll sponsor you, but only at certain episodes. Oh, yes. Uh, we won't tell you <laughs> yes. when. <laughs> we won't tell you when. We won't tell you any we'll, we'll just put it out randomly and if you happen to tune in for that episode which could be deleted while you're waiting for it to download too <laughs> your promo could be deleted during the download so oh, it's so, it's a shot in the dark so regal please follow amc and just go ahead and come up with your membership plan so that i can do that or a harrisonburg build in alamo that that works with me too, but Alamo hasn't finalized theirs yet. They don't have one yet. I just want an Alamo. I, do I just too. want an Alamo because otherwise I have to drive to Charlottesville. I was about to say otherwise I have to drive to Charlottesville and possibly or run into Winchester. David Luzader. Or Winchester. Yes, but but my constant fear of seeing David Luzader keeps oh. me away from Charlottesville. Okay, I know guy's a monster. <laughs> he is. <laughs> um, so I I back, back back to the megalodon after five minutes of detouring. Um. So when they killed the the what we found out was the smaller one, I was I was sitting there. I'm like, okay, where's where? Because there there there's no way this is done yet. There's no way this is done. Right. And I was just waiting for the moment where it was gonna happen. Because I was like, it's gonna happen anytime now. I'm like, either that's gonna somehow come back to life, which I kind of doubt, or it's gonna just like come out of nowhere. I don't know if anyone else had that feeling. Yes. Oh, as soon as Big Man went into the water, I was like, oh, here comes the next one. Uh, because they had sort of laid out that, like, oh, now not only did this one come through, but there could be a whole bunch of those sharks coming through that the fake bottom of the ocean or whatever it was. Well, when they said that at first, I thought, oh, they're saving that for the sequel. Yeah. Where a swarm of them come out. <laughs> Well, that's and, and that, that's the thing. I didn't stay to see if there was an after the credits because at that point I was just like, eh, and then walked away because I was like, I'm assuming I can guess it will just show a giant fin come out of the ocean or something like that. But, but yes, um, I and they also set up why we were sitting there because he's like, Statham's like, wait a second, this doesn't add up. It doesn't look like the same bite that came out. And then it's like, oh no, I see where this is going. I see where this is going yeah, very, very fast. Yeah, because who would do that? Who, who would know that? Yeah, who Jason would pay Statham attention would. to the shark pattern bites on the window? Jason Statham oh, would. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't... I, his yeah, character doesn't... character. Jason Statham. Statham yes. The actual Jason Statham would know. <laughs> because, once again, I don't know what his character's name is. I don't care because he's Jason Statham in <laughs> The Meg. So, I, like I said, I just feel like I had fun with this movie. Also, for the human villain, I guess if you could say you had one... Rain Wilson was kind of interesting, as I guess the if you want to call him the human villain. Yeah. Um, it was just yeah. it's just weird how it took that turn in the whole like I don't want to get a lawsuit on me, so let's go blow this thing up. Oh, that reminds me when they you like laughed hysterically and nobody else in the theater was oh laughing. yes, and I smacked you because I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Go ahead, babe. Oh, what the the line was where China said they were sending two destroyers? Yes. I'm like, no, oh no, my but, gosh. No, okay, I'm going to take it back, actually. So, yes, so we're sitting in the theater, and, you know, he's talking about China sending the two destroyers, and Justin, out of nowhere, <laughs> like it was a laugh that lasted forever, and it was so uncomfortable and awkward. Nobody else was laughing in the theater, and I was just horrified. I think that made the movie like almost a scary movie for me at that point. It was bad, babe. It so, was really so do you want weird. me to explain why I was laughing? Yes, please. I just please. got, I just, I just got the instant image in my head of the shark legitimately fighting like navy vessels. Oh my god! And I was like, this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> oh, but 
but nobody else knew that. So like, you were like, like the just firing. a China hater <laughs> at that point. There was so much of a better movie going on inside your brain. I, I wish I had sat down in that. Oh no, no 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 no! I I even I even had. I'm like they're firing cannons at, and it's like you see uh, the you see the thing going through the water, and then they hit it finally, and the thing comes up, and it's actually something else, and then it jumps out from behind the the thing and lands on it and it starts flapping around on the deck destroying everything and they're like oh no our hubris did this <laughs> damn <laughs> our hubris <laughs> that's what i'm saying if it was like a chuckle real quick it's one thing but it just was so no no it, it was laugh. i i because like, i was sitting there and instantly the 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 mind movie i had of what was about to maybe transpire was too amazing oh my gosh okay and, and then, then the thing that followed it up was not as amazing, but equally dumb and stupid and fun with the blowing up a whale carcass. Yes. <laughs> we got him. And then, and then, of course, Rain Wilson dying because he, his, his guys apparently just didn't notice that someone flew off the back of the boat. That was the the Keystone Cops moment of the the whole movie. They just take off. These co- elite commandos didn't realize they flipped a... <laughs> Their billionaire boss off the back of the boat. Well, I'm gonna suspect that they did, and, and just they just, have they just left in there. Well, because it still showed the chopper spotlight for a few minutes. I mean, for like a little bit too. So I'm like, so did they not see him splashing around either? I don't know. Maybe they did, and and the cutscene is it's Jim from the office running the spotlight, uh, going, no, 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 he's fine. We got him. Go ahead in. <laughs> just smiles as just no stares stares straight into the camera as it flies yeah, off that, that gym face and he shrugs and then uh and then they just take off i i actually thought he was gonna get attacked by other sharks instead i was i was waiting for that actually for him not to get attacked by the meg like for it to kind oh, of yeah. kind of look like it was gonna attack and then swim off but then the other sharks that were kind of surrounding the carcass to kind of all attack him but like I said, apparently my imagination of this movie is just a little bit better at some points. Hey, you you could have written this movie. I, and, I, uh, I now I kind of am more and more wishing that you had. It's at least more creative than <laughs> what they did with the movie. You know what? I think our next. I have an idea though. Mm-hmm. So after Harry Potter's over with, our next movie, like you know, review that we do specials should be the mega shark trilogy because they have since we're on the the shark we're on this shark <laughs> topic we've got mega shark versus crocosaurus mega shark <laughs> versus mecha shark because you know we like those robotic like mecha godzilla yes it's mega shark versus mecha shark and then mega shark versus colossus so those are some quality gems right there, babe. I think we should review those next. Right, shouldn't it be Mega Shark versus Mecha Mega Shark? <laughs> I think we're reading too deep into, and those are just straight up sci-fi movies, aren't yes. they? Yeah, okay, they are. I, I, yeah. I thought so. I just wanted to wanted to make sure real quick. I I know, but yes. Oh, that, oh, I, and we I, own I, I, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. But that happened in this movie. It was a squid, but that happened in this movie, and we all saw who won. And and Debbie Gibson was in that movie. So. What? In the they, mega- they have somebody who has an actual name. What? In do those you, movies? Do you not know who Debbie Gibson is? No, I, I meant they have somebody who actually is somebody in those movies. I no, mean, if you, you, I was gonna say if you're saying she's somebody, <laughs> and you seem to be, you seem to be pretty confident on who they are. Because <laughs> I'm the queen of like cheesy sci-fi movies that's why and oh. she went to a mall in 1989 that <laughs> could not escape debbie gibson at malls in that is in true that is true all right so i guess um i don't know i i i, I have like the ultimate end question to this but i don't know if uh, anyone else had anything else they wanted to point out about this movie before we i i don't want to wrap it up but i'm like i, I feel like we've we, we, we've hit terminal velocity of what we can talk about with this movie. How about the... I, I, have, I have just a side quest I want to go on oh. real, Ooh, uh, a side uh, real quick. Okay. okay. Uh, 
The Rock was mentioned earlier, and Jason Statham and The Rock, have they done a movie together? Are they in any of like, the Fast and Furious? Yes, they are in the Fast and the Furious, and they're supposed to be a spinoff movie of whatever their two characters are to where they're like teamed up together. Because they're almost the same <laughs> person, action star-wise. Uh, Ellie, and- you are our resident The Rock expert. Can you exchange Jason Statham for any role The Rock has done? No, hands down. Ooh. No. Hobbs. So The Rock could not have done this movie. Here was my dream casting. The Rock does this movie. He gets his leg bitten off, and then it's the lead into Skyscraper. <laughs> so he's doing what we did with Crazy yeah. Exchanges. Yeah. No, I'm not saying The Rock couldn't play this movie. I'm saying I would not want The Rock have been... I, I wouldn't want Jason Statham doing any... Can you see Jason Statham in Baywatch? Yes. <laughs> no. Stop it. It's awful. Is Jason Statham capable of doing comedy? Have we ever seen yeah, him do the spy? Uh, a spy? No, spy. Oh, I've not seen that. Uh, uh, it's the one Melissa McCarthy, right? Yeah, Ellie. It's that one movie. Oh you my were... god! He's I hysterical he was in, in that. that one. Um, another one, and I know this isn't truly "quote unquote" a um comedy, but um, Snatch. That movie was ridiculous. I would I would definitely call Snatch a comedy. I yeah. think I think it's a really dark comedy. That's right. I forget he's in those early Guy oh Ritchie. Oh my movies. gosh. This, and they're really good. Yeah. We, I I one day we will cover that movie cuz that is a great movie yeah. and I just every time some, someone asks me if, if I like dogs, I will respond with, <laughs> "Yeah, I like dogs." Dogs. <laughs> uh, every time. Is he uh, in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Yes, he is also well. in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. But he's it, even though those movies are, I think, vaguely connected somehow, he's a different character in both of them. He's yeah. Turkish in... Um, it's been so long since I, I need to go and watch those movies again. They're so good. They are so good. So good. Um, so, yes, um, I, I would definitely... Oh, my gosh, he was in Ghost of Mars. Okay, I got to stop looking up. Okay, okay, actually, I got another one. The One. I don't. I and transporter. I don't think he could have done. I don't think the Rock could have played. The, the, no, the Rock would not have fit in that car in the transporter. <laughs> no. He would have been the car. <laughs> he he would have been the car. You know, it would be fun talk about the Expendable movies, though, because those are just just it, fun. It, it shocks me that the Rock is not in one of those. It honestly, like, I feel like he is, and then I'm like, no, wait, was no, he's he never not. in those movies. Not yet. No, I say, yeah, oh, that's really weird. When did the last one come out? When did the third one come out? Um, you just had it up, and you had to. I ask. know. That's why I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, 2014. 2014. Wow. So I mean, it's possible he, you know, they could have possibly put him in the third one, but I just. He's really the last like three years or so really been in every single movie. No, that comes he out. and and this is this is of course a Zingies thing. That is why every year we can legitimately have a what was the rocks <laughs> what what movie was the rock the best in because there's legitimately a multiple choice to that. And how sad is it that I have seen him in pretty much every movie at the theater? Because <laughs> if he's in it, I'm like I'm there. I love um, him. I love him. Jumanji. I haven't seen it yet, but I don't think Jason Statham could have pulled off Jumanji. Uh, no. Thanks, Phil. Now we're going to do this. Uh, is Statham or Dwayne Johnson? This should be a game show. Yeah, uh, I think we got a new new round. Uh, we can. Cover. I'll take Jason Statham. I'll take Statham for four hundred, please. Uh, Pain and Gain. Oh. Pain and Gain has to be The Rock. Just because yeah. The Rock was comically like muscular in yeah, that. Yeah, he was ridiculous. Like Jason what if Statham had replaced Mark Wahlberg in that, though? Huh? Okay, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, I can see yeah, that. I could do that. He's a little more of a muscle head. Well, I, I see, could buy that as. Statham's like a human person I can conceivably see doing that. The Rock is... Like, in unobtainable, you're never going to be that, that, that in right. shape sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's so many wrestling things I have to scroll oh, through. Oh, the tooth fairy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's imagine staying Sorry, in I, that role. I, we're, we're getting to like the, 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 the crazy <laughs> one. Beard grown in, like, hey, I got your teeth here. <laughs> that's that's actually creepy at this point. That just becomes creepy. Oh my 
gosh. Um, actually, there is one I can say he would have been good for. The other guys. Okay. The, the cop movie yeah. where him and um, Samuel Jackson are in the beginning as like the two like best cops. I could well, see Statham. Right. I could see Statham being... I, I'm trying to think like, who is Dwayne Johnson in that? And they're the guys who jump off the roof. Yeah. If, uh, they think they're like movie cops. <laughs> aim, aim for the bushes. Aim for the bushes. <laughs> Fist bump. <laughs> they oh, jump and right. it's got the I like... I love that movie. Yes. <laughs> Oh, all right. oh, now we're getting to the really old stuff. All right, let oh, me go yeah. back up. Yeah, I was going to say. But announced movies, rumored, Big Trouble in Little China. I, I can't see Statham for that one. Uh, Doc Savage. I can't see The Rock for that one either. No, I can't either. I love The Rock, but I just, I don't know. The, ro- the role in Big Trouble in Little China has to be, it can't be an infallible Superman. He has to be a, a clumsy idiot the way mm-hmm. Kurt Russell played it. That's, yeah. that's the point of that movie. Well, that, it is that movie little is strength. Right. <laughs> um, San Andreas 2. So I can see that one because all he is is just what? Some X special something or another that just goes around saving people. I didn't even think that movie warranted a I, sequel. I, didn't I don't see know it. why there is a sequel. It's kind of weird. It's, it, it, is it's there going to be another it's, it's, major it's earthquake again? More or? earthquakes. <laughs> that, that one's just announced. Okay. And now we have the double of Black Adam. Black him being Black Adam in the Black Adam movie and also l- rumored to be in Suicide Squad 2. Um sorry J- Jason's Jason Statham does not need to be an action, I mean in in a superhero movie because the make is him being a superhero. Everything that is done in that movie is basically done by him for the most part. Yeah, he's diving in, he's uh rescuing people left and right. He's carrying like six people back to the boat, swimming and holding his breath. He's uh, uh, what are you? He 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 dove that submarine faster than he was supposed to. He should have blacked out and he kept going. Yeah, no He's consequences just, uh, to that. No defying, nothing. Yeah, defying the laws of science. Because... <laughs> He's, he, he ain't got time for science. That's that's because of that five years of beer training. That's how he got through that. So okay, so. All right, all, all right. the alcohol in his blood. All right, so so warm. So so I, I got a plan now, Phil. You start drinking beer. I'm gonna actually go do a ton of submarine training and stuff, and then in five years we'll see who can pilot a sub better. And, and we'll also see who has better abs. Yes. Uh, apparently, five years of drinking beer on the beach <laughs> in a stagnant state just makes you cut as hell. <laughs> but you gotta do it right, apparently. Apparently, me, just... I did. I did that workout program. It does not work. Doc Savage, huh? Yeah, that. T- apparently, there's that. Um, huh. Oh, and Jumanji two is in pre-production, but I. Um, I, I I could see. I can't believe you haven't watched that movie yet. That actually. I could see him me. being. I don't know if I could see him being the same role, but I could see him being another character in Jumanji. Opposite. I don't. Well, you haven't seen it. Yeah. But I don't know how they're doing a sequel and then still having the same people because because they're the same playable kid uh, my brain i mean but but for a for a sequel for jumanji to work it should be like a new set of kids find the board again and maybe that's what it is and they just happen to kind of cameo some people in there but i don't know Oh, you've That's... never replayed a game, Ellie? No. Oh, you've never through you... a game and then been like, I want to play that again. <laughs> well, not when they, like, destroyed the video game and it's like, uh, I don't but, know. But in the famous words of Jeff Goldblum, life oh. finds a way. That is true. I'm sorry. We still need to get that pop figure. We do need to get the sexy, sexy Goldblum figure. Yes. Sexy Jeff Goldblum? Yes. yes. That is <laughs> All right, so um, I don't know what movies you guys have seen this summer. So if you had a, is this the best thing or worst thing you saw? Would that, oh what, what, where, where would this fall? Uh, Austin, you've seen more than I have this summer. Why don't you? That's a tough one. So many bad movies. <laughs> no, there were some good movies, but it was like all sequels. It was a year. summer of sequels this year. I'd I'd put this this is at the bottom of my list right under 
Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's where that goes. Okay, there, there, there's a separate discussion we need to have about why bottom of the list and Ant-Man and the Wasp go in the same sentence, but... It was just a disappointing sequel for me. Mm. All right. Le- le- leaving that awkward silence. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it, boy, that's yeah, floating out there. But no, I haven't, uh, I haven't seen it. I'm trying to remember what the last movie I saw in the theater was. And it, it may have been Infinity War. Ooh, uh, way, right. way back in April. Um, Oh, wait. That you doesn't sound right. But You uh, haven't seen Jurassic World, have you, Allie? No, I, oh. missed, I missed out on that one. Because I was going to say... No, I, I did not see that one either. I would rank this above Jurassic World. Easily. What? Yes. Above Jurassic what? World. Above no. Jurassic World. Oh, my. Are you serious? Aside from, like, one or two scenes in Jurassic World, I would rank this above Jurassic World. Uh, well, okay. Now, let me... This is going to... You shouldn't have started this one. Okay. So... Okay. Are you comparing it to the like the fact that it wasn't that different from the last one or just the movie in itself? Because that's what the main complaint that I've heard of from most people is that Jurassic World was pretty much just the same thing as the last one. So if you liked it great, if you don't, you don't, but there's not much new to it, but it was... No, there wasn't. Yeah, they're, that's they, what I'm saying. They so, actually went from a larger set piece to a, to continuing down to a smaller set piece. Okay. Cinema, it was shot well. It was directed well. And this is weird to say because it's just kind of weird to be like... It, it had all these, but the story and some of the stuff was just blah. Okay. Um, Owen really had no character. To, like, no one... Everyone was just there just being their characters from the previous movie. Like, no growth, no nothing for the most part. And I'm not going to say it, but there was another thing that there was the twist at at one point where it's like, oh, this character's actually this, and it's kind of a, okay. Okay. That doesn't really factor into anything except for one scene to where where they can be like, but they're like me. Press the button. (laughs) So for anyone who's seen the movie, they get what I'm talking about. Anyone that hasn't, I haven't spoiled anything, so. Thank you, because you know I don't like spoilers. But yeah, I mean, out of everything I've seen this summer, I would rank this still not the... It, it was fun to watch because I knew exactly what I was getting. But I don't see myself re-watching this at any point, too. Like, it is something that it was a, oh, cool, I saw this. And then that's it. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that's... It's a, it's a Saturday afternoon laying on the couch movie. It's a Sunday hangover movie. Uh, at at best, but it's not anything I think you're going to want to go back to. I would put this near the bottom of my list as well. I was just looking through stuff. I did see Solo as well, and that doesn't that doesn't soar high above this. But um, uh, yeah, I think I enjoyed I enjoyed the few things I saw. A Quiet Place I saw, and I really oh, enjoyed that. that. So yeah, I love. I that put one. I put Jim Halpert way above Dwight Schrute. Alright, um, Ellie, do you got anything left for, for the Meg? No, no, no. It was definitely, obviously, down there. Considering the movies I saw, it, it's definitely... Um, for me, I, like I said, I, I love sharks. I love the Megalodon. I think it's the, I think it's like a cool shark and everything. I know when we go down to South Carolina, there's that one museum. That I know. Has, and I, cool. I, 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 I love sharks i love shark week i like that it was the the bloodlust it had was a little ridiculous but whatever it's a shark movie it's the same kind of thing um if you want more information about the megalodon i know strange animals podcast in episode because i requested a long time ago about the megalodon so go check that out as the actual factual one even though they kind of were pretty factual with it in this movie because it just was a big shark and that's kind of where you go with it um but my 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 ultimate question is this would you is this or piranhas the piranha movie which one's the more terrifying don't go in the water movie for you guys the the piranha Uh, from like a few years back i i've not seen the piranha i did not watch the piranha movies 
But as a as a uh, whole, I would say a swarm of piranhas is far more terrifying than a shark. I can see a shark coming. A swarm of piranhas can be right up on you and strip you of all your meat in, I don't know, what, like 30 seconds? Sure. That's, that's a thing. Um, and they and they show up in a they show up in a lake. You're supposed to be safe in a lake, but uh, piranhas just show up out of nowhere. Fun fact: bull sharks, which are some of the most aggressive sharks, can swim in fresh water. So That's be true. terrified. We, we have, and we have brown sharks in a, in our local river here, or we do when it's not full of algae. <laughs> Topical, and sad. Um, <laughs> and, and there's that movie Lake Placid. Are we just going to get into what's the most terrifying thing you can find in the water at this point? I know. <laughs> Stay out of the water. Red please. tide. <laughs> yes, the correct it's answer red is red tide. <laughs> um, oh Ellie, God. so out of, I guess, now the three and red tide, which is the most terrifying? Um, I'm just okay, not- okay out, out of the three fictional movies and the true story of what's happening right now, which is the most terrifying? There is a correct answer. Just don't go in the water. All right. That's Austin, what about, yes. what about you? Uh, probably the Megalodon, just because it's giant. It's Fair. Yeah. yeah. It's right. not unscary. I actually <laughs> liked the design of the Megalodon in this movie. I it looked too. like old. It had like scars yeah. on it. I thought it was... That part of the movie, the monster was good. I will say also they leaned into that Jaws aspect of they didn't overshow the shark or show it super clearly. They sort of laid back and didn't kill it with the CGI till all the mystery was gone. Yes, I I, I was wondering how like Jaws this was going to be. And it was one of those things where I'm sitting there and I wanted to, I should have clocked it on how long it takes before the shark finally shows up. Because it's a decent bit into the movie, but once it's there... Oh boy, it's, yeah, it's it is there. it is it is always there. So, um, and as compared to Jaws, definitely this one, Meg comes nowhere close to the first Jaws movie at all. Like, can't even shake a stick near it. The other ones, but though, it's a different style, though. I mean, the Jaws first Jaws movie is fantastic, but that was more of a thriller. I mean, yeah, throw a horror right. kind of thing. It's not. It's, it's not meant to be cheesy. Is this was meant saying? to be cheap. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you can't really compare the two. That's not fair. All right, I, I I'm gonna say if no one else has anything, let's let's put a let's uh, put a um oh whatever that chemical was filled um harpoon into this episode and end it. I don't remember it's what bat that. shark repellent. Yes, yes. Let's let let let's get some bat <laughs> shark repellent for a better movie that featured a shark in it and end this thing okay all right so um you two gentlemen where is i think well first thank you once again um do i need to say sorry for making you see this or not i feel like not at all (laughs) i i i well we were talking about it um before we we got on camera and started rolling and it's just sort of like uh i think austin was maybe a little bit gun shy about saying well i i didn't like this movie enough to know if i can talk about it and it's like no no we get going yeah good movie bad movie like this is the fun of having these discussions so anytime i can watch a movie and come hang out with you guys whether i like it whether i don't i always have a good time and we we dig up stuff to talk about and and get into the minutiae of it and for me that's just that's just a blast so Oh. So I appreciate you having us both. Oh, it was it was honestly a pleasure. And like I said, when I I was like, I know who I want to get on to have to have this. I know I want to. You knew I, I was going to be the grumpy oh, old no. man about this. Didn't you? I I one hundred percent knew. I one hundred percent knew. And I'm sorry I go to you for that. Is like, oh, I need somebody to be um an old curmudgeon and just be angry. Are we typecasting him? Yes, we do, because, um, no offense, Phil, that's why you weren't on the Venom roundtable discussion, because I knew you were just going to be angry. That's okay, I wasn't on it either. I'm not angry about Venom. I, uh, I'm, I'm very (laughs) passive about Venom. I, I, it's, it's there, I'm not excited about it, I'm not shit-talking it, it's just, You're uh, passively indifferent. 
Yeah, I'm uh, indifferent is the word. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Uh, but um, but no, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Um, I I I relish in the fact that we will pull you on for something else at some point randomly in the future. So we always look forward to that. But um, where can people find you guys on the internet if they want to look for you? Oh, and also a pleasure to have Austin on Yay. as well. I know that there's been a few times Thank where you. we've tried to get him on, and it was very cool to have a uh, someone who is part of the youth on to discuss their opinions. Part of the youth. Yeah, the younger generation. <laughs> yes, it, the kids on. It, it, was, it was cool to get you away from your Snapchats and your Instagrams long enough to, oh to get on a mic. <laughs> <laughs> have, have, have I gotten in touch with the youth that listen to the podcast? Oh, dear God. <laughs> you can't see it, but on camera, Zenger's doing the Macarena right now. Trying to, uh, trying to tap into the youth of today. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll hit you guys up on MySpace. Oh, come on. I'll give you one of my top eight spaces if you're <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but, but yes, where can we find you guys on the internet? Austin, you got a, you got a Instagram handle, right? Yeah, uh, my Instagram is Austin and Rude. It's pretty basic. Yeah. Name. That is your name? Yep. Give him a follow. All right. And you can find me at philrude.com. That's my blog for my art. And you can get all my social media handles from there. And you can also find me on the Broke Bot Mountain podcast on Blazing Caribou Studios. David Luzader and I talk about science fiction movies. Uh, Zanger, we have you slated for a spot coming up uh, in the... Not too distant future. Uh, you show up there every once in a while. I do, and I'm I'm actually kind of curious on what this one was is. Uh, you reached out to me. Uh, oh, upgraded, oh, oh, oh! Yes, uh, yes, yes. Now, yeah. now I remember. Now I remember. Like as soon uh, as you started saying that, I was like, "Aha!" Uh-huh. I yeah. I think we've got you on the schedule for that as soon as I can uh, get it on HBO or whatever. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that, that you also show up there every once in a while we're gonna drag Ellie on there before too long too. <laughs> yeah, get her on there. Get yeah, Ellie. Ellie's like the like 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 the unicorn of guests for other podcasts. Like it's very rare she will show up on a, as a guest spot. I've done it a few times. You have, but it, you're, you're you're like the rare unicorn of of the podcast guest list. Of it's like oh we got Zingness. Did you get Zinger? Did you get Zinger and Ellie? Just Zinger. Oh. You got the raw deal then. We need somebody to hold Zenger's leash and, and pull him back in. Uh, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> yeah, but we we do need to get you on there. Uh, not that we don't enjoy Zenger flying solo, but uh, just come come represent uh, Zeng this uh, with us. Yes. Yeah. Re- re- represent the fair gender side of Zeng this. That's right. Oh. Ah, yes. But if you are looking for more stuff from else from us, Ellie, you can of course find that on darkmyths.org. You can find us and other dark podcasts on there that talk about all kinds of different crazy stuff, including stuff like maybe sightings of the Megalodon, because I know that is something that does come up every now and then. People claim that they've still seen it in the present day, roaming around the ocean. But that's a story for another day. You can also find me yelling about Star Wars stuff every week over on Knights of Vader podcast. You can, of course, find Zingness on Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, Tuned In, and basically everywhere else you can find major podcasts. But if it's on Apple Podcasts, what do you do, Ellie? Five-star review. Yes, you give us a five-star review. It greatly helps us with the algorithm and all that fun stuff that Apple Podcast does. It helps us get, you know, kind of noticed and get more people to listen to us because we like more listeners and we like having the communication and everything with you guys. We we, we, we like uh, the feedback and everything, too. And and you telling us how often we should have Phil on. Yeah. And and the correct answer is less. No. I'm sure that's the I'm sure that's the popular answer you get. No. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. Just search Zingness on Twitter. It's at Zingness. You can follow our Instagram. It's at Zingness Podcast. You can also uh, contribute to our Patreon, which is www.patreon.com/zingness, where we post stuff up. I'm trying to get a regular schedule down to it, but it can be anything from a early review of a movie, if it's one that I've seen and Ellie hasn't, or if it's one that we're not going to talk about in the main show. I'll do a quick discussion about it on there, as well as other fun things, like me elevator pitching the Diner Riders movie. 
Oh. Which should happen, or me watching the first 30 minutes of the Transformer movie and basically saying how it's the most amazing thing ever. Maybe I should do a Patreon special about how much I hate the 1986 version of Transformers and its music. Hey, you can you <laughs> you can listen to them back to back if we ever do that. Um, you can of course buy stuff with our logo on it at our T Public site, tpublic.com slash Zing this. Get your onesies. Yes, get your onesies for your babies. A zing this onesie. Uh <laughs> You can email us directly. For your baby. Adults, stop wearing onesies. <laughs> Please. It's it's a new trend with the youth. Oh, my gosh. I am making sure no one under 30 listens to this podcast uh, yeah, anymore. You are doing All a fine job. Logged off. <laughs> um... You can also email us directly at zingthis at gmail.com. If you want to email us and tell us how I am completely out of touch with the youth, please do so. Our sound guy is A.A. Ron. Our logo is done by Chris Zinger. And finally, DJ Golden Boy 89. Play us out.